Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf uh, 25, Daf Chafei, Daf 25 of Masech Rosh Hashanah. Uh, friends, we're going to wrap up today the second parak of Masech Rosh Hashanah and move on to the third parak. Um, pretty incredible Mishnah here at the beginning of the Daf today. Um, yeah, let's leave it at that. And then, yeah, start new parak, sorts of interesting kinds of things. Let's get started. All the way at the bottom of Daf Chavtalim and Beis, last line of the page, new Mishnah. So there was a story. There was a story. If you're driving, don't fall asleep. There's a story. That two people came and they said, Two people came to testify about the new moon. And they said, well, we saw the old moon in the morning in the east. And the new moon in the evening in the west. So Rabbi Yochanan Benuri said that um, they're not telling the truth. Because how could it be that they saw the moon in the morning, the old moon in the morning and the new moon in the evening? We learned the other day that the moon is invisible for 24 hours. Rashi gave a different shot. Um, but uh, the article seemed to uh, go with, with this first shot, which is, you know, how could they see it in the morning and in the evening? You know, the old one in the morning, the new one in the evening. I thought it has to be invisible for at least 24 hours. And when these two fellows came to Yavne, Kiblon and Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel accepted their testimony. The Gemara is going to explain why. And another time, two fellows came and they said, So they said that they saw it on... Um, essentially they saw it on the 29th and yet on the night following day 30 it was invisible so the Kiblam Rebbe Gamliel and now Rebbe Gamliel accepted the testimony Amr Rebdos ibn Hurkinas and says Rebdos ibn Hurkinas and says Rebdos ibn Hurkinas that these people are not telling the truth so essentially it was very confusing because on the one hand they said that they saw the moon on the you know night of the 29th and therefore the day 30 was established as Rosh Chodesh and yet the following night the moon was nowhere to be found. So Reb Dosa says, hey, these people were, 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 were messing with us. These are a bunch of frauds. How could it be that we could testify about a woman that she's given birth and, to, and the next day she's so pregnant that her belly is like between her teeth that she's so pregnant. I thought she already gave birth. So how could it be that these fellows testified that they saw the new moon the night following the 29th or the night, whatever, that night, basically day 30, and yet, um, and yet it's nowhere to be found the following night. Makes no sense. Omer, Lord Yeshua, and says Rabbi Yoshua to Rabbi Dosa that I agree with you. It doesn't make any sense. Now this was Rosh Chodesh Elul. So this big, big Nafkamin is over here. Because determining when Rosh Chodesh is, is going to determine Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. So now here comes a very, very famous thing that happened. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, yeah, the following episode is, is extremely, extremely interesting. So now, Shalach Lo Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel, who was the Nasi, and essentially the, the, the leader. So he found out about what's going on. 
which is that he as the leader and as the person in charge said that Rosh Chodesh was, uh, you know, that Elul was a 29-day month. And now you have Rabbi Yoshua, who is obviously a huge Talmud, you know, is Rabbi Yoshua. You know, you have Rabbi Yoshua, who is saying that something is not right here, and that really it was a Chodesh Malay. And basically, Rabbi Gamliel is saying that Yom Kippur is one day, and Rabbi Yoshua is, is saying that Yom Kippur is the next day, based on his calculations. Now, you know, what, what do you do in this situation? So, Amagamliel essentially took the position that, look, you know, we, we have to draw the line here. We can't have a situation where I, as the Nasi, am saying that Rosh Chodesh is a certain day and that Yom Kippur Memel is a certain day and Rabbi Yoshua is, is saying that it's the next day. We can't have that. So, Shalach Lor Amagamliel, so Amagamliel sent Rabbi Yoshua, goes Rani Alecha, I'm, I'm making a gzera. I'm forcing you. I'm forcing you to come to me with your walking stick, with your money on the day that you deem to be Yom Kippur. Because that is not when Yom Kippur is. Yom Kippur is the day before because Elo was a Chodesh Chaser. The Gemara is going to ask exactly what this means, but we'll, we'll explain it like the Gemara ultimately explains it, which is Rabbi Akiva then found, understandably, Rabbi Yoshua was very distraught. Omar lo. And Rabbi Akiva says to Rabbi Yoshua, Yeshli Lomod, he says, Look, I could learn Shekomasha Asurim Gamliel Asui. The Rabbi Akiva says, Look, I understand Rabbi Yoshua. Now Rabbi Yoshua was Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe. So now, what? Rabbi Yoshua was Rabbi Akiva's Rebbe, right? So Rabbi Kiva says to Rabbi Yoshua, look, I could still, you know, I could, I could explain Rabbi Gamliel's, I could defend and back up Rabbi Gamliel's and support Rabbi Gamliel's position here. Shenemar, as the Pasuk says, Kodesh. These are the festivals of God that have been called holy. Asher tikru osam. That you will call them. Ben bizmanan, ben shilo bizmanan. Whether it's technically at their proper time, whether it's technically at their improper time, Ainli Moados Ella Elu, these are the fe- the festivals that I have, the appointed times that I have. Meaning, right, what's technically correct or incorrect is not the point. Whatever is determined by Bezdin to be the, the, the time for the festivals, that is when it will be. And therefore, says Rabbi Akiva, look, even if Rabbi Gamliel is not right in his calculation, the fact of the matter is we will still follow his declaration. Balawitz or Abdosa. Ben Ben Hurkinas, Rabbi Yoshua then went to Rabdosa Ben Hurkinas, who agreed with him, right? Both Rabbi Yoshua and Rabdosa Ben Hurkinas um, were of the opinion that Elul should have been a 30-day month rather than a 29-day month, which is what Rabbi Gamliel said. Rabbi Gamliel said it's 29. Omar and Rabbi Yoshua then said to Rabdosa Ben Hurkinas, Look, if we are going to create dissent, we are going to second-guess the Bezdin of Rabbi Gamliel, Tzirchen Onuladun, Achar Kol Bezdin, Uvezdin, Shaman Mimos Moshe Vahar Achshav. Well, then we have to question every Bezdin that there has been since Moshe Rabbeinu until now. Shneimar, as the pasuk says, Vayal Moshe Vaharin, that Moshe and Aharin went up. Nodav Aviu, also Nodav and Aviu, Shiv Mizik Neisrael, and seventy elders, seventy anonymous elders. V'lamalon Esparshu Shmos and Shalzakenim. How come those elders are anonymous? Elulalami to teach us. Shekol Shlosha V'Shlosha Shamdu. 
that whenever you have three judges that make a bezdin, shamdu bezdin al it's always going to be like the Bezdin of Moshe. We specifically in that Pasuk listed a whole bunch of elders uh, anonymously to say that it's not about the fact that they're on the stature of Moshe or Aharon or Nodav and Avihu. That's not the point. If it's a Bezdin, if there's a Kanim, if they're, if, they're, if, they're, if they're serving as a Bezdin, then we have to treat them, no matter who they are, as though they're Moshe. Aharon, Nodav, and Aviyu, we have to treat them with that proper respect and, and, and listen to their authority. Notomaklo, Maosov, and then Rabbi Yoshua took his, took his walking stick, he took his money, Biyadu in his hand, Baholach Liavne, Eitzel, Rabban Gamliel, and then he went to Yavne, to Rabban Gamliel, Piyom Shechol Yom Kippurim, Lioz Becheshbono, on the day that, that according to his calculations was really Yom Kippur, but he said, look, we need to follow the Bezdin of Rabban Gamliel, and if he says that today is not Yom Kippur, it is not Yom Kippur, and he walked over to Rabban Gamliel with his walking stick, with his money, Omar Rabban Gamliel, Rabban Gamliel then stood up and kissed Rabbi Yoshua on his head, Omar Lo, and he said to Rabbi Yoshua, Bo Bishalom, come in peace, Rabbi Vitamidai, my, my, my teacher and my student, Rabbi Bechachma, my teacher in wisdom, I think that they said that there was like nobody with more wisdom than Rabbi, Khan, Rabbi, than Rabbi Yeshua ben Hanani. I think Rabbi Yeshua had a ton of wisdom. Vitalmidai, as well as my student Shekibaltas Devarai, that you accepted my, my words. What a story, right? Friends, what, what, what do you think of that story? There's so many sort of pieces there. So much to learn from that story, isn't there? So much to learn. Who's right? Who's wrong? It's incredible. I mean, on the one hand, you know, Ramakamlio was being pretty adamant, but on the other hand, I understand his position. Like, there are rules here. You know, there like as the leader, it has to be clear what the direction is. Like, you know, I don't I don't know that that was necessarily authoritarian as much as like rules have to be clear, you know, like if you if you're kind of leading um a a, a whole community, like there, there there's one people you know, there's one person that they're looking to to make the rules. And if all of a sudden, you know, Rabbi Gamliel is doing this and Rabbi Yeshua is doing that and there's two Yom Kippers, I mean, that could be a big problem. Um, and then Rabbi Yeshua recognized that. And even though initially he was thinking this doesn't make any sense, I mean, Rabbi Gamliel is clearly wrong according to his understanding. Um, ultimately, it sounds like Rabbi Yeshua accepted the fact that, you know, he, as he even says, look, if we're going to question then we have to question every Bezdin that there ever was. Right? The point is that it's not about this Bezdin or that Bezdin. It's that it's the fact that it's a Bezdin, that that's what makes it important. And Rabbi Yeshua says, okay, this is what we have to do. And he recognized that he has to listen to Rabbi Gamliel. And he went on his Yom Kippur to Rabbi Gamliel. What, what a story. What a story. What a story. What a story. Friends, what do you think? It's pretty, pretty awesome, right? Let's go weiter. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Gamliel said to the uh, uh, sages, This is the tradition I have from uh, my father's house. This is answering the question of, right, there were those two fellows who said that they saw the old moon in the morning and the new moon in the evening. And um, Rabbi Yochanan Benuri says that uh, these people are, are, are not telling the truth, whereas Rabbi Gamliel accepted their testimony. And Rabbi Gamliel now in the Gemara says, look, I have a tradition from my grandfather. Who is Rabbi Gamliel's grandfather? 
Well, Mistama, uh, if he's a Mekamlil, then his grandfather was a Mekamlil Azakin. Paimim Shabar Barucha Ufaimim Shabar That sometimes the moon can take a circuitous route, a scenic route, and sometimes it can take a more direct route. And therefore, it's possible for it to happen that uh, it could actually be that the moon, the old moon was visible in the morning and the new moon was visible in the evening. So it's not, not objectively wrong. What's Pshat with Rabbi Gamliel? Well, not Pshat, but where, where do we have a um, Pasuk that says that basically sometimes the moon can be short, sometimes it can be long? The Pasuk says, He makes the moon for uh, the times, I don't know, and he knows when the sun sets. So it says the Gemara, Shemesh, that the sun, we know when the sun sets. We don't know when the moon sets. So meaning, the sun is predictable. You can know when the sun rises and the sun sets. But the moon, on the other hand, can be um, in, un, un, in, unpredictable, unpredictable, unpredictable. Um, so the sun can be unpredictable. Um, and what? Dude, what am I talking about? The moon can be unpredictable. And therefore, sometimes it can sort of even be the old moon in the morning and the new moon in the evening. One time he saw the moon that it was visible in the morning of the 29th of the month. So what did he do? What he did was so he took some mud and he threw it at the moon Omar, and he said, Look, we need to declare tonight, you know, we, we, need, to te- we need to testify, we need to already uh, be Makadish the Chodesh tonight. Because if it was going to be a Chodesh Malay, it would be, inter- it would be problems with Yom Kippur. They needed to make it a Chodesh Chaser, and he was upset at the moon for being visible on day 29, because if it's visible on day 29, like it's cutting it super close, because they need to already be Makadish the Chodesh, you know, they have to make it a Chodesh Chaser. So he got very upset at the moon to the extent that he took mud and he threw it at the moon. What are you doing over here, moon? By throwing this mud at you, I'm indicating that you should go away. Zil Go and cover yourself. I guess I'm throwing mud at you. If you don't hide, you're going to get dirty. Rebbe then said to Rebchia, Zil le'ein tav, go to the place called Ein Tav, where the moon is not visible, v'kach le'archa, and be mekadesh, the, the chodesh over there in Ein Tav, so that, um, you know, at least it wasn't, maybe it's not clear over there that the moon was visible, so at least you can get away with be mekadesh the chodesh, because after all, they did need to be mekadesh the chodesh, because, um, you know, otherwise, you know, Yom Kippur was going to be uh, like after, you know, on, on uh, Friday or whatever. Ushlachli and says Rebbe to Rebchia and then send me once you've been Mekadish the, the Levana in uh, Ein Tav Simona send me the following sign that King David the King of Israel is alive and well for all eternity I guess Tanar Abonin the Rabbis taught Pam Achas one time Niskashu Shomayim Bo'ovin the sky got very cloudy Veneer is Dmus Levana Be'esim V'tish L'chodesh and it was the 29th of the day. And for whatever reason, they, they were under the impression that they all had seen the moon. So everyone thought, okay, we see the moon on day 29. Now, obviously, we don't, we've only been talking about 
you know, being Makadish Tachodesh on day 30 or day 31, but they wanted to be Makadish Tachodesh on day 29 because it was cloudy and they thought, everyone thought that they were seeing the moon. And they said, uh, look, we see the moon. Let's do it. Let's be Makadish Tachodesh on day 29. Omer Loim Rebun Gamliel, Tush Rebun Gamliel replied to them, responded to them, Kach Mikublani, Mibes Avi Abba. This is the tradition that I have from my father's house in Chidusha Shalavana B'chusa Me'esim V'tisha Yom V'omechza that the new moon will never be less than 29 and a half days, two-thirds of an hour, and 73 parts, portions, parts. But also, and that day, on day 29 of the month, the mother of Benzaza died, and made a whole big eulogy on that day, not because she was anybody particularly special, but just to make a point that he was, um, you know, as we learned the other day about Megillus Tainus, right? There are certain days that you don't give um, eulogies. So he made a point of saying, today is not Rosh Chodesh. I am going to make a big eulogy today to, to show, to make a point, today is not Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh needs to have at least 29 and a half days, two and th- two, two-thirds of an hour, and 73 portions, parts. Viter. Halach, Rabbi Akiva, Mitzvah, Meitzvah, Chulay. So it says that after that um, whole thing with Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua, so Rabbi Akiva went to visit Rabbi Yoshua and he found that Rabbi Yoshua was um, upset, was distraught. Ibayilu, the Gemara wants to know, me Meitzvah, one second, who was distraught? Rabbi Akiva Meitzvah or Rabbi Yoshua Meitzvah? Was Rabbi Akiva distraught or was Rabbi Yoshua distraught? Tashma, come in here. Detanya, we learn in Abraisa, Omer, Halach, Rabbi Akiva, Mitzvah, Rabbi Yoshua, Kshu Meitzvah. Rabbi Akiva went and found Rabbi Yoshua uh, distraught, Omar lo, and Rabbi Akiva said to Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi, mipnema ato meitzar. Rabbi, right? Rabbi Yoshua was Rabbi Akiva's teacher. Why are you distraught, Omar lo, Akiva? To which Rabbi Yoshua responded, Akiva, ro'i lo shi'ipo lemitu yud beiz chodesh, ba'yigzor olav gzerzo. I would much rather that I be sick for an entire year and not get out of bed for an entire year rather than to have to walk with my, go over to Gamliel with my stick and my money on Yom Kippur. What I deem to be Yom Kippur. Amr lo, Rebbe, to which Rabbi Akiva says, replies to Rabbi Yeshua, Rebbe, my teacher, will you give me permission to, 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 to share with you something that you taught me? Omar lo emor, to which Rabbi Shua says, yes, go for it, Omar lo. And Rabbi Kiva says, areyu Omar, atem, atem, atem. The Pasuk says three times in the context of the, of the festivals, it says, right, osam, right? It says, right, Hashem osam b'mu'adam. It says, and it says, and it says, it says osam three times, but it's written atem. You. Gimel paimim. Atem. It says Atem three times. Afilu shogigin. I'm sorry. Gimel paimim three times. Atem afilu shogigin. You are in charge of establishing Rosh Chodesh even, right? Establishing essentially the, the festivals based on Rosh Chodesh even if you're making a mistake. Atem afilu mezidin. You establish the Muadim even if you purposely you know, for example, we learned, we, we talked about situations where it's a 29 day month, but they basically, um, 
make it a 30 month, 30 day month anyways. Or maybe there's a situation where it could be a 30 day month and they kind of get people to testify anyways that it's a 29 day month. We've seen things like that. That there are certain times when, when Bezdin needs to make Rosh Chodesh uh, on a different day. You, even if you uh, somebody tricked you. So, so meaning Rabbi Akiva was saying that, look, if Rabbi Gamliel says, that this is Rosh Chodesh, and this is Rosh Chodesh, and you know this is how we, this is how we, we're gonna, we're gonna go. So Belashen Hazel Omerlo. So then Rabbi Yeshua responded to Rabbi Akiva, Akiva, Nichamtoni, Nichamtoni, and he says, Akiva, you have, um, 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 uh, consoled me, you have consoled me. What a friggin' story, man. That was some story, come right? Wow. By the way, it's a Dysibin Hurkinas Hule, okay? So um, we said that Rabbi Yeshua then went to Rabdosib and Hurkinas and he says, Look, we gotta accept what Ramagamliel has established. Um, and he brought that 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 vort from uh, right that says that the seventy elders were with Moshe Ahari Nodafinavu. Why were they anonymous to teach? That every Bezdin is, uh, we have to treat like Moshe Ahari Nadav Aviu. Shmosam, how come they didn't, um, um, explain who these 70 elders were? Shmosam Sazakenim Alalu, these 70 elders. Shaloyomar Adam, Ploni Kemoshev Aharin, said nobody should question the judges that he has available to him. And don't, right? So that nobody should say, what are these judges like Moshe and Aharon that I should listen to them? So nobody should question and say, you know, if it would only say specifically, so then you'll question, come on, but these are judges, they're not on the level of Moshe Aharon, but it says also, even the ones that aren't specified by names. And we don't necessarily know who they are or what level they were on. We still, you know, we still got to go go with them and work with them. But Omer, and the pasuk says in Shmuel Aleph, "Vayomer Shmuel alaom." Shmuel says the nation Hashem, Asher also as Moshe as Aharon the Eibushter who made Moshe and Aharon vaomer, and also the pasuk says there as well. A few pasukim later, "Vayishlach Hashem," and the Eibushter sent as Yerubal, as Bedon, as Yiftoch, as Shmuel. Who are these people? Yerubal Zagidon. Yubal is Gidon, Vlomash Nikoshmo Yubal. Why is he called Yubal? Shosim Riva and Baal, because he made a fight with the Avodazara Baal. Bidon is a Shimshin, Vlomash Nikoshmo Bidon, Das Midon. Bidon is Shimshin, and he was called Bidon because he comes from Don. Okay, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I spent a few years, uh, around there. Yeah, anyways. Um, Yiftach Kimashmo, uh, and Yiftach is Yiftach. Vaomer, and the Pazuk says also in Tehillim, Moshe and that Moshe and Aharon and Shmuel are all, you know, linked together. So there's Kilu, you know, there's a certain sort of, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, hierarchy in terms of leaders that the Yidin have had. There's like, you know, there's like a certain Madrega, a certain level, which is like um, Moshe, Aharon, and Shmuel. That's like a very high level. And there's other leaders that we've had, like Shimshon. Gidon, Yiftach, they were leaders, but not quite Moshe, Aharon, and Shmuel status. And yet, if we look at those Psukim, they're all grouped together, right? Shmuel says, right? Hashem Asher also has Moshe, Vesaharon. Then we have the next Psukim, Vesaharon, 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 V
even though they're not all the same level, there's you know Moshe, Aharon, and 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 Shmuel are on their own level, and yet together listed with them are Gidon, Shimshon, Yiftach. That the Pasuk is treating and giving the same attention to sort of three sort of lower, more simple leaders and, you know, grouping them together with three of the greatest leaders we've ever had. That in the generation of Yerubal, in the generation of uh, Gidon, well, he's as, 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 as important as Moshe was in his generation. Bidon, Badon Bidoro, Kaharim Bidoro. Shimshon in his generation, you have to treat in the same way that Aharim was treated in his generation. Yiftach Bidoro, Kishmuel Bidoro. That Yiftach in his generation, we have to treat the same way that we would, that we would uh, treat Shmuel in his generation. Even if you have a very simple fellow, a simpleton, but he is appointed to be the leader of the of the of the of the community. He must be treated like the strongest of the strong. Even a simpleton, if he's in a position of authority, well then he has to, you know, you, you have to sort of uh, treat him uh, with the according respect and authority. I don't know. It kind of makes me think. Maybe it's very different. But it kind of makes me think of like you know Hasidic rabbis, right? You have you know, you have like these older Hasidim who are like, uh, um, uh, you know, um, Hasidim of like a certain Rebbe. Then that Rebbe passes away and like his son becomes the Rebbe. This like, you know, young, young fellow is now Rebbe and all these altar Hasidim now become, you know, Talmidim of the Rebbe, of the new Rebbe who's much younger than they are. But, um, I don't know, maybe it's different, but, uh, I don't know, meaning, but, but that's not the point, right? The point is, it's not about age in this, in this particular case or, or, or whatever it is. If this person is uh, appointed to the position, well, then he has to be given the accorded um, respect. The Omer, um, yeah, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have brought in the Rebbe thing. If 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 uh, you're sensitive to that, uh, then un unlisten that, unhear that. Um, let's go weiter. The Omer and the Pasuk says, Pasuk says, I think it's in the context of, uh, what's it called? Uh, oh gosh, what's that thing called? Novi, no, not Novi Sheker. A, um, oh gosh, uh, Zokin Mamre, I think. I think that's the case. It was in, in Vayetze or A? I don't know. It says you'll go to the Kohanim and the Levi, and the, the Kohens and the Levites, Vela Shofit and the judges, who will be in that day. What do you mean that you'll go to the judge who's in your day? Who else are you going to go to? A judge not in your day? I mean, you don't really have too many options here. You only have the judges available in your day. But the point is, yes. The point is that you go to whoever's available and you listen to and you give authority to and, and, and you act according to whoever is available in your day they don't necessarily have to be on the level of Moshe Rabbeinu. Whatever level is available is the level that you work with. But Omer and the Pasuk says, Don't look back to the previous days, to earlier generations and say, well, the, things were always so much, things were way better back then. That's not the point. The point is to work with what you have now. 
This is some serious stuff, guys. Right? This is some serious stuff. This is some serious, serious stuff over here. I mean, this story with Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua and everything that's going down with these Akanim and whoever's available. And this is, this is real, real stuff, man. So then Rabbi Yoshua took his um, staff and his money in his hands. Tanu Rabbanan, the rabbis taught Kevin Shura also, when Rabbi Gamliel saw Rabbi Yoshua, Omad Mikiso Nishako Arosho, he stood up from his chair and he kissed Rabbi Yoshua on his head, Omalo, and he said to Rabbi Yoshua, Shalom Alecha Rebbe Vitamidai, peace upon you, my teacher and my student. Rabbi Shalimadutani Torah Barabim, my teacher, because you have taught me Torah in, in, um, public, Vitamidai, as well as my student, Shani Gozer, Alech Gzer, Vatimakaima, that I decree upon you a decree, and you, and you, um, subject your, yourself to it. Kitamid, like a student, Asher Ador. Fortunate is the generation, She Hagadolim Nishmaim Liktanim, that the great people listen to the, to, 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 to lower level, to lesser people, you know, that they're willing to subject themselves to, to people not on as high of a level. And certainly, um, you know, Ketanim, lower level people should be listening to higher level people. And then I guess, or, or, oh, maybe it's a Kasha. Maybe that's how to read it. I don't know. But basically, like, what's the whole, like, Ketanim listening to Gedolim thing? Isn't that obvious? Like, of course, the smaller people need to listen to the greater people. So, Ella, the point is, because the Gedolim, the great people, are setting an example for the for the for the lesser people that even the 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 gedolim are listening to even people that are lower than them so then ketanim uh, so where am I no some ketanim kavachom ba'atzman so then the lower level people say wow if this is how the greater people uh, act that they even subject themselves to people who might be on a lower level but because they're you know but they but they subject themselves because that's the right thing to do so the ketanim will say well then memele I should be Subjecting myself to the great people. Um, all right. Hajun Allah im Einun Makirin. We'll come back to you if Peric, if they don't recognize. All right. Wow. Uh, that was a real dramatic kind of ending to that Peric. New Peric. So if Bezdin and all of Israel saw the new moon, okay, Nechra Edim, the witnesses were. Um, already checked. But they didn't manage to say Mikudosh to actually declare the new month until it was already dark. They basically missed their chance. So everything was done. Everything was done. Everything was done. The code was written. Tests, right? The code was written. Obviously, the tests were written. You have to write tests for code. You have to. And then the code was reviewed. It was tested on test flight. Everything's ready to go. You just need... Well, it even went through the App Store review. It was mamish. You just had to release it. But you didn't release it until that night. Sprint is over. You can't get any of the points for that sprint. You're going to have to push it into the next sprint. You, you know, you didn't deploy it. Got a little sidetracked there. Um, but basically, um, what happened over here... That Ra'u Bezdin v'chol Yisrael. That uh, basically Bezdin saw the new moon. Everybody, the whole nation saw the new moon. 
as the Gemara is going to say, or alternatively, there were witnesses. And the witnesses, right, maybe not everybody saw it, but the witnesses saw it. And they were already checked. Kilu, we're ready to go. All they have to do is say Mekudosh. And then it's too late. Nighttime comes. So it's going to be a Chodesh Malay. It's not going to be a Chodesh Chaser. They lost their opportunity to declare the new month. Ra'u Bezdin. Where am I? Yeah, Ra'u Bezdin Bilvad. Now what if you have, what if Bezdin sees the new moon? And, I don't know, Tosfus says it's talking about a Bezdin of 23. I don't know, maybe it's talking about Sanhedrin, whatever it is. But the entire, right, the Bezdin, Bezdin was the only one who saw the new moon. So Yamdu Shnaim Ve'ayidu Bifneim, so two of the Bezdin, so let's say, it's like Tosfus that it was 20, a Bezdin of 23, so two of the, um, uh, two of the um, uh, members of the Bezdin who saw the moon will then, uh, serve as witnesses and they will testify in front of the rest of them and then kind of they'll uh, establish the new moon and, and then everybody else will say so basically if all of Bezdin sees the new moon so then two of them will serve as witnesses for the re- and the rest of them will serve, for serve as the judges what if three people um, saw the new moon and they are a Bezdin so so two of them should serve as witnesses. And then the third one, the third one joins with two others and they form a Bezdin. So basically, you, there was initially three people who are a, three people, I guess, from the Bezdin saw the new moon. So two of them will serve as witnesses. The third will join with another two people who will serve as judges. And, and then those two witnesses who saw the moon from the Bezdin, Kilu, will now uh, testify in front of the Third fellow who now is joined by two other fellows. And because um, a fellow is not trusted, uh, is not you know not believed, it doesn't is not empowered, authorized to uh, declare a new month on his own. Right. That's why we said that if you have three people uh, from the Bezdin who saw the new moon and two of them are the witnesses, the third one can't serve as can't establish, uh, declare the new moon on his own. He has to join together with two other people to form a three-person bezdin. So the Gemara asks, how come we had to say that bezdin and all of Israel saw it? Why isn't it enough that bezdin saw the new moon? Because I may have thought to say, well, I may have thought to say that kilu even to the extent that not only did Bezdin see the new moon on day 30, but even all of Israel saw it. So Kilu, it, it was, you know, super clear that this really should be a Chodesh Chaser, but they didn't manage to say Mekudosh until nightfall, so they missed their opportunity, Kamash Malan. So I may have thought that, well, but come on, everybody saw it, not just Bezdin, everybody saw it. So maybe they can even, in that case, maybe it could be a Chodesh Chaser, no, Kamash Malan, since they missed their opportunity, it's going to be a Chodesh Malay. V'cheven detana lei v'au Bezdin v'cho Yisrael nechkua edim lamali. Okay, but now once already they said in the situation where Bezdin saw the new moon and all of Israel saw the new moon. And even in that case, if they didn't say Mekudosh, it goes to the next day, it becomes a, a Chodesh Malay. So why do I have to say the situation where only two people saw the new moon and they, you know, and they gave the testimony and they were believed but they didn't manage to say Mekudosh. I mean, if in the situation where everybody saw it, since they didn't manage to say Mekudosh, so it moves, it becomes a Chodesh Malay. So when only two people saw it, and sure, they went through the Drishas and it was ready to go, but like, you know, if in the situation where everybody saw it, then, um, 
it's not a, uh, you know, it's going to be a Chodesh Mali. So certainly then in a case where it's just two witnesses, um, what's, what, like, what's the point of the witness? Oh, I think I said it a little bit long. No, a little bit wrong. I Meaning the assumption is that we're talking about Bezdin saw it, all of Israel saw it, and also there were two witnesses who saw it and they were checked. And the question is like, why do we have to check two witnesses if literally everybody saw it? So Achikam, this is what it means. Inami, Right? No. So what it means is, or alternatively, so Kilu, either in a situation where Bezdin and all of Israel saw the new moon, or a situation where Bezdin and Israel did it, all of Israel didn't see the new moon, two people saw the new moon, and they gave, and they gave testimony, and, and they were approved, but they didn't, uh, manage to say Mekudash, so it gets pushed, it becomes a Chodesh Mali. So Vechevan, Detana, Achecha, but one second, why do we still, like, why do we need to mention this um, situation of, like, when only two people saw the new moon and they passed sort of their questioning, but they didn't manage to say Mekudash, so then it becomes a Chodesh Malik. If in a situation where all of Israel, and the Bezdin, and all of Israel, basically everybody saw the moon, but they didn't manage to say Mekudash, so it gets pushed, you know, moves on to the next day, it becomes a Mu'ubar. So certainly in a situation where only two people saw it, sure, they passed their questioning, but uh, at the end of the day, only two people saw it. Certainly in that case, if they didn't manage to say Mekudash, it's going to go on to the next day. So it's Tarechno, there's a Chiddush here. Because I may have thought to say, Tavichakira Sa'edim Ketchilas Din. You hear that? I may have thought that when these two witnesses come to say that they saw the moon, and we start asking them questions, so maybe the asking of the questions should be like considered as though the beginning of a court case. And when Bezdin is Makadish the, the Chodesh, and they say Makudish, that's the equivalent of the verdict of a case. And therefore I might think that you, in that case, when they already checked all the, they, they already checked the witnesses during the day, they should be able to, to be Makadish the Chodesh at night because, just like monetary cases, as we're going to learn in Masech the Sanhedrin when we get there. The Tanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, Dini Mominis, done by Yom Vigom Balayla. When it comes to monetary cases, as long as it starts during the day, you can complete it at night. So, I may have thought to say that here as well, if they, uh, you know, uh, checked the witnesses and, they, you know, they did all the questions and every, questioning and everything during the day. So, I might think that that's like the equivalent of the beginning of a court, of a monetary case. That if it starts in the day, you can finish it at night. So maybe you can be Makadish the the Chodesh that night in this case. Kamash Malon to say no. No, that um, even if the witnesses were questioned, went, you know, passed all their questioning during the day, you cannot be Makadish the Chodesh that night. Why don't I say, wait, maybe they can, maybe, maybe this actually makes sense. Maybe that if the questioning was done during the day, maybe they can be Makadish the Chodesh at night. Just, just like a Tina Mominus case. So Amakra, the Pasuk says, no. Kichok li Yisrael hu mishpa liloke Yaakov. That it says in the context of Rosh Hashanah and the new month, Akil Rosh Hashanah, uh, which is of course the Rosh Chodesh of, of Tishrei, and, and therefore we apply to our Rosh Chodesh. It says, Kichok li Yisrael hu mishpa liloke Yaakov. That it is a statute and a, and a, a judging. Emas avichok. When is it a chok? Begmar din. That's talking about the, when they make a gmar din, kilu, when they say mekudash mekudash. Uh, well, Rahman Mishpat, and yet we're still calling it a Mishpat, a court case. Ma Mishpat Bayom Af Af Just like a court case happens during the day, so also the Mekudish 
when they say, right, Mekudosh, that has to dafka be during the day. It cannot be at night, even if they did the acceptance of the testimony during the day. So if all of Bezdin sees the new moon, so then two people go, two people from the Bezdin serve as the witnesses and testify before the rest of them. Ve'amai, why do you need, all of Bezdin saw the new moon. Why do you need two of them to now serve as witnesses and testify in front of the rest of them that they saw the moon? Everybody saw the moon. Right, the whole Bezdin saw the moon. There shouldn't be any listening greater than seeing it themselves. As the Apostle says, See this and be Mekadesh. So all of Bezdin saw it with their own eyes. Why did they need two of them to serve as witnesses for them? They all saw it. Why should hearing it from those other two people like make anything any better? No, it's talking about a situation where they all saw it at night. And because they saw it at night, they can't be Mekadesh HaChodesh at night. So therefore, they're going to have to wait till the next day. So then what happens the next day? Just like at some random time, they just say, okay, Mekudosh. Like it has to be like sort of in reaction, in response to something. So what they do is, look, they saw the new moon the previous night. Now it's the next day. Court is in session. What is it, you know, what's sort of like the flow of what happens? The flow of what happens is two people will then sort of say, look, we saw the moon last night. They'll say, okay, fine, Mekudosh. Okay, they're not just going to randomly, you know, say at the end, you know, at some point during the day, Mekudosh. Okay, there has to be in response to, you know, there has to be some thing that they're responding to in saying Mekudosh. So two of them basically get up and say, look, we saw the moon last night. They say, okay, Gevaldig Mekudosh. Fine. Ra'u Shloshevein Bezdin. So if three fellows, if three people from the Bezdin saw the new moon, Yamdushnaim Yoshivu Mechavei Metzal Yochid. So have... Two of them serve as witnesses. One of them will then sit with two other people to create a Bezdin and, and, and you'll basically have two witnesses testifying in front of Bezdin. But wait, why do you need to do that? Why do you have to have two of them testify in front of the other guy that joins together with two? Why? Look, three people from the Bezdin saw the new moon. Why don't they just serve as a Bezdin to be Mikadosh the Chodesh? And don't tell me and if you're going to say, oh yeah, but this is also because the three people saw it at night and the Makadish it during the next day, so therefore they, they had to serve as witnesses, but then that's the same exact case as the when the whole Bezdin saw it. It's the same exact case. The first case, what happened? All of Bezdin saw the moon, but it was at night. So the next day they need two witnesses to, to testify about it and then they say Makadish. Well, if we say that that's the same thing over here, three people saw it, so it wasn't 23 people, it was three people. But it's the same thing. They saw it at night. The next day, two of them need to testify. What's the Chiddush? So Sefer, it's three Chalei. The Chiddush is this. The Chiddush is, is for the, 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 the second part of this, which is that um, we said that if three people saw the moon, so two of them testify. And what does the third one do? He joins together with two others because... One person cannot serve to be Mekadosh Tachodesh. You have to have three. Because I may have thought to say, since we learn in Abraisi, that monetary cases are judged with three judges. But if somebody was, was a, a recognized, a publicly recognized expert, so then he could judge by himself. So I might think that here also, when it comes to I might think if, if you have one judge who's an expert, 
he could judge by himself. So Kamash Malon, therefore, what we're saying is that, uh, no, it doesn't work like that. That third person, Kila, two of them serve as witnesses, then the third one needs to join with two others. He can't, uh, no matter who he is, he can't judge by himself. And then the Gemara says, wait, but maybe, wait, why are we assuming that one person can't be Makadish Chodesh by himself? Why? Maybe he can. Says the Gemara, impossible. You don't get greater as far as like, you know, Jewish legends go. You don't get greater than Moshe Rabbeinu. And yet the Ebishter said to Moshe Rabbeinu, don't be Makadish Chodesh by yourself. You have to have a Haran with you. The Pasuk says, Hashem, that Hashem says to Moshe and Aharon in Eretz Mitzrayim, um, that this is the sort of the new moon essentially. So we see that it was, you know, it wasn't enough for Moshe to be by himself. He had to have Aharon with him. So also, you know, you can't have any mumche uh, just be Mekadosh Chodesh by himself. He has to have a Bezdin with him. The memory day nice died. So now this is basically saying. Well, I guess you can read it as a question. Maybe with Aiden, I said, dying. So this seems to be implying that a witness can become a judge, right? Meaning you have a fellow, you have these three people from the Bezdin who saw the uh, new moon. So they're witnesses. They saw the new moon. And yet we're saying that one of them now is part of that same court that is now hearing the testimony from the other two. So a witness is becoming a judge. So let's say that this Mishnah then is not like Rabbi Akiva. Because Rabbi Akiva says that a witness cannot become a judge. If you have a, a, a Sanhedrin, the court, that sees that, you know, Reuven killed Shimon, so what they do is, well, some of, you know, the whole court saw that Reuven killed Shimon. So two of them serve as witnesses. And they testified to the rest of the court about what they saw. And the rest of the court serves as the judges. That's Reb Tarfin's opinion. So we see that according to Reb Tarfin, a witness can be a judge, is able to be a judge. Right? So we see the Bezdin saw Reuven kill Shimon. So all of the Bezdin minus two of them serve, serve right, who, meaning all of them witnessed Reuven killing Shimon. And yet we say, so two of them act as witnesses. And all of the rest of them who witnessed the murder serve as judges for the case. Now, Rebekiva says, no. All of these judges were witnesses. They witnessed Reuven killing Shimon. They are not allowed to be judges in the case. Let's go weiter. So, there, well, therefore, we want to say that just like over there, these um this Bezdin who witnessed Reuven killing Shimon, Rabbi Kiva says none of them are able to be judges because a witness cannot become a judge. So here also I would say that if three people, these three judges saw the new moon, so two of them serve as witnesses, but that third one, Rabbi Kiva would say, would not be able to be a judge because he's a witness. Witness can't be a judge. So and for the Gemara, I feel the tame Rabbi Akiva. You could say that even Rabbi Akiva would agree in this case that the third um, judge who saw the new moon can be, even though he witnessed it, he can also be a judge because the reason why the why Rabbi Akiva says by Dina Nefashos, by capital cases, that if Bezdin saw Reuven killing Shimon, they cannot be um, the judges in the case. 
Because because as we're going to learn in Masechta Sanhedrin, that when it comes to capital cases, the Pesach says, that they judge, but they also look to save the fellow. And if this Bezdin saw Reuven killing Shimon, they are certainly going to be biased. It's going to be very difficult for them to find some kind of way to spare Reuven's life and not give him the, you know, subject him to, to the death penalty, it's going to be very difficult if they saw Ruvain killing Shimon. You know, they certainly uh, have their biases there. So therefore, uh, Rabbi Akiva says, in the interest of the Pesach that says, that we have to try whatever we can to avoid capital punishment, so we can't start out by having judges who witnessed the murder. You have to have kind of um, unbiased, sort of neutral Judges is, and that why, that's why in that case, Rabbi Kiva says that the judges who witnessed the murder are unable to, um, um, sort of adjudicate, did we say, or whatever, judge that case. But here, it's pretty low stakes. I mean, well, I mean, it has to do with Yomtiv and stuff, but still, I mean, we're talking about a new moon. We're not talking about killing people. So in that case, Rabbi, even Rabbi Kiva would say that the third fellow could sit on the base, then, uh, even though he saw the moon himself. Friends? That was that was summed off. I mean, there was so much there. I mean, Rabbi, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yoshua and sort of having to accept the authority of the person who's in control in order to, I mean, this is my reading, but in a certain sense, in order to sort of save the society in the interest, in the interest of society and how that we, you know, look, we got to work with the leaders that we have. Um, super, super interesting. Um, yeah, and then we got to these um, uh, interesting Gemaras about, um, you know, even if all of uh, uh, Israel, you know, the Bezdin and all the Yidin, everybody saw the new moon, nonetheless, if they didn't say Mekudosh during the day, they missed their chance, it becomes a Chodesh Mole. Um, we had an interesting Havunit to say that if they already did the interrogations of the witnesses during the day, maybe it should be like a, uh, like a monetary case where if you start during the day, um, you can complete it at night. So maybe if they did interrogations during the day, they could say Mekudosh at night. Nonetheless, we say no, that doesn't work. Um, we also said, interestingly, that if you have three judges who see the new moon, so then, um, so then, um, two of them sort of testify to the third who joins with two other people because we say that even though by Dini Mominus, uh, one expert can serve as, 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 as a judge on his own, that does not fly when it comes to Eidu Sachodesh, because you say that, you know, even Moshe Rabbeinu needed to at least have a Haran with him. And then we saw an interesting machlokas between Rabbi Tarfin and Rabbi Akiva regarding, um, certainly capital cases, um, can witnesses be judges? Rabbi Tarfin says, yeah, sure, witnesses can serve as judges, where, um, Rabbi Akiva says that they can not. Uh, friends, that was Daf, uh, Chof, hey, of Mesech Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.